0: welcome to the give yourself permission podcast i am so excited to take this journey with you in this show we'll share how to evolve as a spiritual being while remaining human we'll learn powerful tools and methods to rewire the brain heal energy blocks tap into our intuition and be our own healers We'll bring on experts in the field to answer the questions that keep us up at night, and I'll be adding plenty of solo casts so I can share what's worked based on personal experience, all while learning how to write our own permission slip to find our innate wholeness and create a life that's in alignment with our soul's expression. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Michelle. First off, thank you so much for joining me in this awesome conversation I know we're about to have. I'm so excited to have you on the show.
1: Thank you. I'm I'm honored to just be a part of this with you. And I I love all the amazing things that you're up to. I love how you are just giving yourself so much of yourself. You commit yourself to helping others expand you know i i love the work that you do even being around you like i actually have been in your presence and you have such a beautiful energy you're spunky you're fun you're playful and you're gentle like i love all these things about you so just to be here with you it's so cool
0: (laughs) thank you and i would totally reflect the same back to you like you're such a mirror we're even wearing like pink tank tops i love it and i think the gemstone too. What is that gemstone? It's called a rainbow labradorite. If I said. Oh my that right. gosh! Labradorite. Labradorite, okay, wait. I, I think, think this is this is also labradorite. We're wearing the same. <laughs> I don't know if it's rainbow, but it kind of looks like it. Oh my gosh, it's so done. funny. We're literally wearing the same thing. <laughs> okay, Michelle. I have a quick question before we break into all of it. What excites you in this season of your life?
1: Well, the new, the new. Just stepping into a new space, not really knowing what's going to come of it, but feeling what's going to come of it is going to be amazing and fun. And it's going to be growth, not just for myself, but for my
0: family and for my
1: clients.
0: Yeah. I'm so ready for it too. All of the new that this year has to bring and the future and going forward. And so you mentioned your clients and you are an amazing coach. And I know this because you have allowed me to expand just through our conversations and knowing each other. And I want you to tell me a little bit how you got into coaching and just tell your story.
1: Sure. I can, I'll give you the short version I was a firefighter paramedic for over a decade. And in that time, I was not in touch with my feminine, with my feminine self. It was a very masculine environment, which was great. There's nothing wrong with it, but I totally lost the core of my feminine side. And I thought I had to be very masculine. And in that time, as amazing as as it was, there was a part of me that was crying literally crying and starving for connection within myself again. And a lot of things started happening during my last year as a firefighter, a lot of phenomenal things that I can't even describe. Like my clairvoyancy started to open up and I had no idea what that was, what was going on. You know, my vision, my third eye, that was opening up and I thought I was going crazy. And, you know, you even afraid to tell people because people would first thing they say is, OK, you need to go get on medications. You know, there's something wrong. I'm blessed that I am very tight with my family. And I went to my my parents and I told them what was going on. Like I was seeing angels, <laughs> it was crazy, like silhouettes of angels everywhere. And I can start I was hearing things, you know, and as a paramedic being in the field, at firefighter paramedic, that we would categorize that as schizophrenic. And I just knew I'm like, there's and my, my family was so supportive. They're like, we believe you. I'm like, I'm seeing angels. I don't know what's going on. And we like, what I was seeing was just like silhouettes of angels everywhere, everywhere I would go. They were everywhere. I don't see them now. If I tap into it, I could see it, you know, but I, I don't, I mean, I just feel them always, but that time they they definitely made their presence very strong, very strong in my reality. I needed some time off to figure out what was going on. And I told the fire department that I was gonna that I was gonna quit. And they were like, Well, this isn't Walmart. Like you you are in contract by a union and you just can't <laughs> up and go. I mean, Michelle, you you put in, you know, over a decade here. There they thought that I was just um they we thought. Own I, you. Yeah. And, you know, they were like, you're just overly worked and you're stressed. So we're just going to give you some time to think about it. I'm like, okay, I'll get paid leave and I'll figure out what's going on. And during that time, meditation found me. I didn't know we're going back like. Five, approximately five years now. That's when meditation found me. And I say that it found me because I didn't know anything about it. And all of a sudden I'm seeing like advertisements on on meditation and it's just, it's everywhere. And one day, like within a week, I was craving Thai food. Like I just had to have it every day, which is something I don't normally crave. And in this restaurant that I went into, there was an advertisement for a meditation school which is the first time I've ever heard of that. I'm like there's an actual school. This stuff is really real. And I'm telling you, I really feel spirit led me to that. Like the cravings for the Thai food and then going into this Thai restaurant, seeing the seeing a, you know, a brochure on the school and I'm like let me go check it out. You know, I have all this time now. So let's see what it's about. And during that, med- and I went and I got guided, the meditation is called MAUM meditation, M-A-U-M. It's a subtraction meditation where you have a guide. It's a, it's, it's Japanese. They're called helpers. The Japanese helper is with you one-on-one. And basically they take you all the way from your beginning stages of life to where you're at now and you just start subtracting, subtract, you just throw it away. That's all it is. It was really intense. And I sat in there for like two hours, And then I would increase my time to eventually I was sitting there for eight hours a day. And this was while my children were in school. So that's how I was able to do it. I was getting paid from the fire department for this time off. They said, you need time off. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I work. I've been working my whole life. So I started sitting into this and it was amazing. And I started so much of myself started to break open so much crying. I'm like, where is all this crying coming from? I didn't think I was like what's happening. And then I, and then I was able to see that I was picking up so much energy from the fire department and all of the devastating things that I've seen as a firefighter, you know, abuse, hangings, really, really bad. And then going back with the guys and the girls in the fire department and kind of just making light of it and joking about it, that never felt good inside of me. So all of that was being trapped in where we hold, Our a lot of emotion in our sacral chakra, right? So that's where all those tears were coming from. Because a part of me just at the time just wanted to save the whole world, and there was not much that I could do. And so that really cleaned, I would say, cleaned me up. It cleaned me up, it cleared me out after four months of doing this intense, intense meditation, even on weekends. I would spend my whole weekends there or every other weekend when my children were with their father. And even when I had my children, I would bring them to the center and they would sit in a room playing for like two hours. Like this is how deep I got into it. It was quite a ride. It was amazing. And then from that, plant medicine found me. And I was so prepared, but that was the beauty of it, you know, because I, and I know that you understand plant medicines too. A lot of people just kind of walk into not really knowing what they're getting themselves into. And it can be very traumatizing and the integration process yeah. for them is very detrimental. And I feel like this is the way that spirit was preparing me, like really to mm. so that I wouldn't go into a plant medicine and be in complete shock with all the things that I was already purging during my meditation process. Right. And after four months, I was, I, had, I set the intention to find my clarity. Do I go back to the fire department? Is this really serving me anymore? Because I loved it. I loved it so much. And I worked so, so hard to get in there and perform my job well. And I loved it. I love and I love the guys. I love the girls. It was such a we're such a tight family. And the last week, my chief sent me an email. He's like, Alright, kiddo, are you you ready to come back? I got to get you on the schedule. And I'm like, Chief, I'm not coming back. He's like, "What? Oh. I'm not coming back. He's like, well, What are you gonna do? I'm like, I don't know, but I just know I can't come back. And I really had no idea what I was going to do here I, at the time, you know, single parent with three children, not getting a lot of money for child support. And the reason why I mentioned that was because that was a big factor that a lot of people were like telling me, they're like, you're not getting a lot of money for child support and you're going to leave a career that you've done for over a decade. What are you going to do? And I kept saying, I don't know but I know, I don't know, but I know this is the right decision and it's going to come to me. It's going to come. And when I turned in my letter of resignation, the very next day, one of my dear best friends said, Hey, have you considered being a health coach? And I'm like, what is that? I had no idea that there is a whole industry, a whole coaching industry. I'm like, what is a health coach? What does a health coach do? And she's like, well, it's kind of a long it's kind of along the lines of what you do now. Like, you know, you're into health, you're into fitness, you're into helping people. I think this would be a really great fit for you. So I looked into it, looked into a bunch of different schools. The one that called me was one called Health Coach Institute. I was able to do it online. It was like a year and I jumped into it like right away. As soon as I left the fire department, I jumped straight into my schooling and I went all the way through it. And then straight from that, That led into life coaching because the school also offered that. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. So I jumped into the life coaching. I really resonated with it because it was things that I was already doing in my daily. Like all my friends would always come to me. And I'm the one that would always, you know, hold space for them at the time. And, you know, at the time it was giving advice. I would give advice, (laughs) which I don't do that now. No, I (laughs) I don't always starts like that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I just share perspectives. And so much opened up for me. And also, you know, getting back into the plant medicines, I met so many amazing people that I, I was vibing with and, and I love what they were up to. And I was just learning from so many, like just all these mentors that were coming in and out of my life. And then Theta Healing came to me. Theta Healing came from a dear friend who started doing Theta work on me. And it is a meditative healing modality. And although at the time I couldn't feel anything, when she was doing the theta healing on me, shifts were just instantly happening in my life around how I felt about myself. Shifts on my relationship with my my family, relationship with Children. And I really loved it, even in this new field. Like I, you know, letting go of the fire department, and it was really scary because so many times I wanted to go back out of fear. Oh yeah, and I was like, don't, don't. I went to the extreme to even trading in my truck at the time. So I had a truck, you know, a firefighter. Mm, and a yeah. Truck, right? And I turned it in for a four-door car, a brand new, a four-door small car, which I've never had. I've always had trucks. I'm like, this is it. I'm not a firefighter anymore. And I and I stuck, and I stuck to this. And, and you know, three, what are we on now? Three, four years later, Um, I'm really deep into my work and I have no regrets. And there is <laughs> no, no part of me that wants to go back to, you know, to the fire service. I'm grateful for that, but is my purpose right here. This is what we're, we spirit brought me. And here I am.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. First off, thank you so much for sharing that story and your vulnerability. It was so, amazing to hear. I got goosebumps so many times, like my whole body got goosebumps. I was like, oh, like pieces of your story coming together even more. And I just admire you so much because what I see is someone who's so brave and so courageous and to be a single mom doing that. Like for me, I was like, I didn't have any, anyone to take care of, but myself when I, when I quit the the matrix, so to speak. And I think it takes like extra level courage seriously. And When we met, we met at the Coconut Grove Farmer's Market, I remember. And it must have been like (laughs) at the beginning of both of our coaching journeys, right? Because it was maybe three, four years ago at this point. And Mm -hmm. I just remember when we met, you were just radiating. You just exuded this radiance. And I was like, this girl, like, oh, I want to be friends with this girl. Who is she? And it really comes through. It still to this day comes through even more and more. And I can see that you're really doing the work. So thank you so much for being who you are. And I want to know more about Theta Healing and what, it, what it's brought you and what does it look like? What do you do in Theta Healing? Tell me mm. more.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's a meditative healing modality where the practitioner helps the client tap into a Theta brain state while still being awake. And while we are in a theta brain state, the brain waves actually slow down and we can tap into our subconscious mind where we have so many beliefs hidden there we can have beliefs from a the way they teach us from a core level so the core level is everything that you have been exposed to from the moment you have been born meaning everything that you have been taught from your parents your teachers your friends tv music all of that that becomes our core Sometimes it's not very helpful, some of those subconscious beliefs that, you know, that we learn. So there's that belief. And these beliefs are, you know, in in our DNA. And then we have core, we have genetic beliefs from our ancestors that are passed down to us. Then we have a history belief, which comes from the collective. That's a huge one. A lot of us are stuck in fear because of history, belief, because of what we're picking up from the collective as whole, well. and that's why it's so important. Like for people, you know, that are doing the work, at, such as you and I, we're putting it out there. We 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 want to wake everyone up. We want everyone to rise because when you heal, I heal, right? Jesus Hidalgo has has he's he's this uh, medicine. Singer and he he sings a song and and, and in his song what one of the things that he says is when you heal, I heal. He says it in Spanish. Cuando curas tú, me me curo, me curo yo. (laughs) And I love Mm. that. It's always stayed with me. So that's really uh, always motivated me to to help anyone who wants to get, you know, or guide anyone who wants to wake up and, and see beyond what is here, you know, and just go do. And the last belief would be what we are as a soul, as the soul. So we have soul beliefs too, what our soul came here to do. So we can tap into that through Theta Healing. It's amazing. And once we tap into these beliefs, we can change the beliefs instantly. And as the practitioner, we are working on something called the seventh plane of creation, which is the energy of the creator of all that is. So just like shamans work, they work on a different level. It's in, in Theta, it's, it's a fourth plane of creation where they work with plant medicines. But when you work on the seventh plane of creation, you're, that's the God frequency. So as a practitioner, we can see the healing being done. We are just witnessing the creator downloading these beliefs and changing the subconscious, changing DNA in an instant. And the only way that this will work is
0: you have to have a strong belief
1: in the creator.
0: Goosebumps everywhere. I'm getting so many transmissions just in this conversation. (laughs) Let me just tell you, this is going to be a really activating one for me. (laughs) I'm going to have to go sit and meditate after this. I'm like, okay, so just just so I'm on the same page and, and everybody listening is, correct me if I'm wrong. So it goes beta beta is the like the waking state when we're studying or we're going about our our business. Right. And then alpha is one further. And then it goes into theta, which is more meditative. And then delta is like sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Right. You got it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. And the
1: founder of theta healing, her name is Viana Steibel. She is American She's uh, located in Montana. She shares a huge ranch with her beautiful family, and she uh, this healing modality. It's gone on for about 30, 40 years now. Is how that's about approximately like don't quote me on that how long she's been doing this and teaching this. And she and she uh, certifies instructors. You know how I learned? I learned through an instructor. So you can just you can be just an instructor and teach this to other people, or just do the sessions. I am not an instructor. I haven't. Got the calling yet because I really want to master really doing the work and understanding it and really seeing like the instant transformation in my clients and and, and I'm loving it you know after a while when when I get the calling then I'll then I'll want to teach other people to teach Mm -hmm. it but for right now I'm having such a great time doing my sessions right now. In her book, she says something about how everything that you do and everything you say is regulated by the frequency of your brain waves. This is actually her first book. It's called Theta Healing. It's introducing extraordinary energy healing modality. It's amazing. You can read it. She teaches you about theta healing, but in order for you to actually do like sessions, you have to get registered. So once you're registered, this is what I love about this work you are you you become registered in a data that is international and anyone can look you up so if you're looking if you want to look up find a data healer in your city you can look up the registry and you know that you're going to get a legitimate data healer oh, that wow. will do act work on you. I love it. It's the real deal. It is real. This is, you know, this is registered. Uh, Theta Healing is a trademark. It's just changing lives. And I'm so thrilled that it's finally made its way here to the States, you know, slowly, because it's huge internationally. It's huge all over Europe. Huge. <laughs> wow.
0: And it makes me want to explore it so much because like I said, like I admire what you're doing so much. And if you're saying it, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. You're starting to read a quote. And I think I interjected something. Oh, you it's okay. I just saying? Saying.
1: And in her book, she just says how in theta, the brainwaves are slow to a frequency of four to seven cycles per second. So <gasps> when the brainwave, great, right? because our brain is always going so fast. We have chatter in the background, but through this we slow down all of the chatter right? while you're awake. That's what makes it easy to tap in to your subconscious, to tap into limiting beliefs that have been holding you back or even tapping into your ancestors, like understanding why do I, for an example, why do I have issues maybe with finances? This is a common one. Why do I feel that money is is bad why do I feel like I need to be in poverty all the time well it's not your belief why do you feel like that because it comes down from your ancestors and your ancestors had that belief and now it got down to you would you like to would you like to clear and cancel that belief right now and would you like the creator yes show you what it feels like to really to accept money coming into your life that money is fun and is easy to come across would you like this belief yes so we download it and I, all I do is witness it. I witness the creator downloading that into you and the shifts happen, you know? And it, it, it's, and it, it is, uh, you know, it, it could take hours because we can do a lot of digging and digging and digging, a lot of deep digging work that you had no idea was there. And that's what's so fun. I love digging deep into my client's subconscious and pulling out you know, unnecessary things that may have worked for their ancestors, but is not suitable during these times.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So much. We've shifted so much. We don't have to be in survival mode. Like we get to thrive right now. And that's what the ancestors wanted for us in the first place, right? They're laying the foundation or they laid the foundation for us to be able to you know, raise and, and evolve as a species. And I always say it's all BS, right? It, it's all BS. It's all belief systems. What are you choosing to believe? Because you can buy into the BS or the belief system that's limited, or you can like identify it, spot it, and now it's time to shift it. And it sounds like data is a really powerful way of shifting it. I'm curious, you're talking the other day and you're telling me there's a lot of awesome stories that you've had with clients or with yourself would you want to share maybe top yeah couple Get, stories
1: oh this is a great one okay so this one just came up so i had this um had this woman come and see me and i can't remember what she wanted to work on but it was completely different than what she came in and she walked out with so much value in theta healing you can even tap into like guardian angels or even like read into like the future I don't do that per se. If it comes, if it happens, like it happens. And that's what I love about it because it comes naturally. I just feel like there's so, much, so there's so much pressure when we're like, okay, let's invoke your guardian angel. Like I just, to me, it's too much. And it could come off as being like fake for the other person. And I've seen so many vulnerable people who just want answers being taken advantage of from other people. So I don't, so that's why I don't like doing that. But if it comes through, it comes through. So with this specific client that I'm thinking about, her deceased father came through in the session. We weren't invoking him, but he was there and he knew that I can hear him. I don't let spirits come inside of me. Ever, but I can hear them so I'm, I'm, I'm Claire audience and I'm like you have a presence uh, I'm like I'm sorry there's the strong presence of, of, of a masculine energy here and he doesn't want to go away and I'm like he he's asking for forgiveness and she's like oh my gosh that's my father and she's like I know it. she's like I've been feeling him but he, he passed 10 years ago and I'm like yeah well he doesn't want to go he needs you to forgive him and I had no idea that she had so many issues with her father and she She just broke down crying and she let loose. And she was just like, I thought I forgave him. You know, he was, he was very abusive to her mother and she grew up, you know, just thinking that that's the way men are supposed to treat women. Right. So that was a core belief. So she had issues having relationships with men. So that's why she came to me. But you see, this is how it's all tied in. It's all tied in. So then I even said something to her in Spanish that he said to her. And I even asked her, I'm like, what does that mean? And, you know, and she told me it's not a Spanish word that I'm used to usually saying. And uh, and I can't remember what it was, but that was like how it was like, whoa, this is real. And she forgave him. And right after that, I did do a, I did a live on Facebook about how important it is to forgive while you are alive, because you don't want (sighs) to be deceased and not go on to your next destination and be stuck here because- you can't move forward until you get forgiveness from that person that you love. And that's what happened. He, he got his forgiveness. And 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 then I witnessed him go into the light. He's gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Thank you for sharing she, that. Yeah. And she, she's, you know, ever since that, like things have been really good with her, her relationships with men have really strengthened so
0: good. I bet. That's so powerful. And, it's something that i've been coming to conclusions of also you know this time frame where i've like spent the last month six weeks at home just realizing 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 the importance of forgiveness acceptance so thank you for saying that and let's just say that one more time like we must forgive we must accept in this lifetime if we want to free ourselves if we don't want to repeat the patterns so much of this is about letting it go letting it go is not your fault but it's your responsibility to let it go.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And and in Theta, you know, they, they they teach us one of the questions, and it's such a
1: hard question to ask, especially when someone's being so vulnerable and they're crying in front of you, but when they're crying about, you know, why did this happen to me? And they're so angry. And the question that I always ask that I've been taught to ask is what was the one positive thing that came out of the situation? They're like, what do you mean? Nothing positive. It's it's tough, you know. But I'm like, let's buckle down. What did you learn from this? what did you learn? Oh, well, I learned that I would never, like with this girl, she's like, I would never accept the man hitting me. I would never stick around and let a man treat me like that. But what happened? She was afraid. She wouldn't stick around and she wouldn't allow herself to have a relationship because of that fear. So we cleared out that belief. So that wow. was the good thing. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough question, but and everything bad that we experience. There is a positive of why that happened to us, even if we lose a loved one, a child. Which I, I don't know that feeling, but there is something positive that comes out of that. It's it's very sensitive issue, but very powerful. And you know, even when we when we forgive, as you know, and I know so many people have heard this, we can forgive someone. We don't need to bring them back into our lives. And it's a lot easier said than done, right? They're like, well, I can't. In a healing. And theta healing, when we're tapped into the subconscious, when you're just raw and you're open, then you we allow that space is open to really be able to forgive. We do that download. So then we do, we'll say, would you like create the creator's perspective of what it feels like to forgive? Would you like the creator's perspective to know what it feels like to be safe when you're around men? Would you like that feeling? Would you like the creator to teach you this? Once these downloads are installed in you, your reality shifts. The creator will show you, will teach you what it is for a man to, you know, to be safe around a man. You know, you're meeting a man that you feel safe around, that is treating you with respect, that is acknowledging your gifts. And it's like, Mm. whoa. So that's what happened with me with data. I'm like, I didn't feel it. A lot of my clients feel it, which is wonderful. I'm so happy that they can feel the shifts, but I know I didn't feel it. And I'm like, but I believed in it. My heart believed
0: in it. And the shift started happening. So powerful. Oh my gosh. You are so powerful. I love it. Thank you for sharing those stories. I feel like that was like a collective, like
1: sigh of
0: like relief (laughs) for anybody listening. Like they probably need to hear that. I mean, I- I feel like it's a collective wound for for women and men alike to to have these, I don't want to call them issues, but to have these patterns or this mis, mistrust in the other gender, you know, and, and it manifests as these relationship problems. And maybe we go through six, seven, eight relationships and we're still attracting the same person. We're like, what's wrong with me? I can't get to the core of this. And in reality, it's understanding, you know, what did you grow up with? What's in the ancestral line? And how can we let that go and allow and invite in something better, something more evolved, something healing? So that's really, oh, it's it's the deepest work. It's just the best work that that's that's out there.
1: Mm-hmm, what about definitely. what about
0: your own story <laughs> and perspective with
1: um, My own story and perspective. But before we go there, I just want to say, you know, the, sure, the, it's not me that's powerful, like the power, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. But the, the it's my heart. My heart has become mm. powerful, right? The faith that yeah. I have for the creator. And it is, it is the power of the creator, the, the one who's the powerful one yeah. is the creator. When we are like these channels, we are like the, you know, these, these earth angels here, you know, here on earth, allowing, allowing the creator, the creator to channel through us. That's the power. Because mm. anyone can be a theta healer. Anyone. You just have to have, you know, you just have to
0: have a strong faith in that which is greater than you (laughs) you know I love that so would you say that we are like the the lightning rods I get this vision of the connective piece between like the ethers and then bringing it through and coming down to earth to share whoever with whoever wants to hear it
1: oh I love how you just worded that (laughs) in the vision that I got yes that's it Jen absolutely
0: (laughs) And what does it feel like in your heart when you're channeling? Is there a physical feeling?
1: Yeah. And it's almost indescribable. The best way that I can feel it is like, just feels like everything in, in my chest area is, it just feels like it's open and it feels light. And I don't always feel like that, right? Because I'm a human being and I get angry and I go through my stuff as well, too, right? And that's what theta healing is so great. Because when I feel like that, I know that I always have theta healing to go back to. I'm like, okay, let me just tap back into this, let me ground and connect with the creator. Okay. And then have and ask the creator to put some downloads in me. You know, show me what it feels like to feel calm. Show me what it feels like to know that I am centered back in myself again, show me what it feels like to be able to, to feel confidence in my skin. And once that comes in, I'm like, I feel like I'm reset again.
0: Mm, So so you can use it on yourself.
1: The only way I always say like theta healing, it's it's not just a session, it's a way of living. And, and I teach this to my clients. I'm like, listen, it's I'd love being here for you and holding the space, but I do teach them how they can go into theta themselves when they need that grounding. I mean, so it's in the book, you know, it's it's not a secret. You don't have to become, you don't have to get certified to learn theta healing. It's it's written in it's written in her books openly. Now, you know, to go get certified, you get a deeper sense and, and the practice which makes it a lot more beneficial, but you can definitely read up about it. There's many books.
0: So now it's time to tell me one of your stories oh, <laughs> and how okay. you've used it.
1: I do a lot of work on love, a lot of work on my belief systems on love. Teach me. <laughs> <laughs> me Teach you, oh man. Um, it's accepting me as I am. However, also improving those parts about me that, that are not working out for me either. You know, when they say, Oh, people will just accept you exactly as you are, but wait a second, are you know, are there things about you that just are you really a difficult person? Like, do you like being difficult? Does that feel good? Let's would you like to feel differently? Would you like to be more open to accepting things instead of always being like, Well, things have to be my way, or always having to control things? I always had to control things, and I didn't think it was a, a bad thing on my part. So when I say control, like things just in, in my world have have to be like in order, have, I have to be organized. Um, I like to know what's going on. I don't like, you know, I didn't like surprises, but I was getting in my own way. So it is beneficial to have that, right? Because it does create structure and order in your life. And especially with me, I got my, you know, I've got my career, I've got my clients, I've got my children, I need to have structure and order, which is great. But the control of everything else, I mean, it wasn't helping me at all. You know, I would write down things about myself that just weren't cool, you know, and then the things about myself that I did like. And it really helps to read it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's not really cool. Then, like I said, one of my things was control or having to know everything ahead of time codependency that was a huge one thinking that we had to do everything together you know if you want to do something without me that's it you know you're cheating on me it was awful like I can't believe I was stuck in all of this stuff it was it's crazy it's crazy so a lot of the, the like the codependency in relationships that was not serving me at all and it really gave me a sense of deep a deeper independence for myself and knowing that I don't need someone Because I thought I needed that. I'm like, well, you know, in order to get a house, I need to be with a partner because I can't afford... At the time, I was like, I can't afford a house by myself. I need someone else's income. Like, what is that? You can't think like that, but guess what? We were programmed like that. You know, like in Destroy Cinderella, she needs this Prince Charming to just come and save her and give her this luxurious life. It's not our fault, women. Like... We were programmed like this. So I had to do a lot of, re- I had to reprogram my, my mind within myself and with other theta healers. And I, w- I reached out to many other theta healers that were able to help me with this. And when I broke out of that program, it's like, wow, I can do this. I can do all this by myself. It's great to have a partner. To help you and who wants to be there, if you both want to contribute to one another where neither one of you are being drained. That's great. That's like a healthy code. That's a healthy. I don't know if the word is codependency, but that's like a healthy, you know, you have a part. It's a partnership right but it's not like you need to do this for me and I still see it with with my clients I have you know a client that'll come and 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 work with me and then like the husband is texting the client wanting to know just asking where am I supposed to go to drop the dog off Uh, and what's like just like just things like that and I'm like you should know this figure it out you know look it up figure out how that's your big boy pants (laughs) on Yeah. And and we get, I don't know if that was a really good example that that I gave, but things like that, you know, it's just so easy for us to sweep our work off to our partner and expect our partner to do it for us. So I've really learned a lot of what it is to stand up on my own two feet, to take care of myself. Right. But to also be able to be open to receive someone who wants to come in and partake in my life you know, wants to take care of me and I want to take care of him. You know, if you're sick, I want to be there for you. I want to be there for you. I want to take care of you. I want to make you soup. That's great. It's, it's so nice when we're sick to have somebody take care of us, someone that loves us, you know, like that. That's like a healthy partnership. I guess, I don't know if that codependency, I don't know to, how to like, what the exact like definition of that is, but mm-hmm. like that, that's really helped me. And like, now I have I have my own home you know, and, and, yeah. and I'm in a relationship for love. It's, it's strictly, it's not, what can you do for me? Cause that's the thing. I was a program. What can you do for me? Oh, if you can't do this for me, you're no good for me. No, it's, it, it really is. It's like, he calls it, my partner calls it. Young, he says that I have young love.
0: <laughs> I love I'm it.
1: Like, I'm like, what's young love. He's like, your love is just pure. He's like, you're not, you're not with me for money. You're not with me for this. You're just, it's just pure love. I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm with you for your heart. Like you're so beautiful. I love who you are, not what can you do for me. Oh so Theta's has really helped me with that a lot. I had so many crushing beliefs that were hurting me in relationships.
0: So huge, yeah. I love the way you speak about it, and I think what what you're touching on the codependency when you want to take care of someone when it's when they're sick is it's interdependency, right? I think that's the, the term. And it's like, yeah, it's partnership. Like we we have each other's backs, we're a team, but we also can function in the world on our own. We don't have to rely on the other person. We don't have to call them when we're five minutes from the house, healthy space, <laughs> the, the oven flow. And, and I'm totally reflection of that too like I like my space and I can be very protective of it actually I'm very cancery and I'm like go away if I feel like I have too much time with anybody it doesn't have to be a partner a romantic partner it's like it can be friends family I'm just like lock my door shutting out the world Jenny's not here right now leave a message after the beep you know so Yeah. I mean, it's like, we all have these things to untangle and to grow in. Yeah. That's such a big one though. Wow. That needed to be said. I feel like, so thank you for sharing that with us. So, but I'm curious before you did the theta healing, before you got into this whole world and you were experiencing some of this stuff, if you could go to that version of yourself, and give them a reflection. I know you said you don't give advice, but if you could share anything with them, just to guide them, what would what would you want to say? Before you awakened, um, maybe yeah. you were like early twenties when you were figuring stuff out, um, and you were just kind of like looking, searching before you had found what you're looking for. Sure.
1: Well, I was extremely insecure with myself. I was in top shape, and never thought. I always thought that I was just too big, too fat, you know, and I was muscular and I I hated my body and I get compliments all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they saying that to me? They're just trying to make me feel better. I hate the way that I look. Blocking it, right? All the time. I was very jealous. So I got cheated on once. And after that, I just, if we weren't together, like we'd be good. And this is very common. We'd be good when we were together, but we're When we would be apart i'd go crazy like in my mind like what are they doing why haven't they picked up the phone i was very i was sad a lot i was sad inside and i pretended all the time like if everything was great with me and i was perfect but on the inside i was just a mess i was a mess and i was very suicidal all the time that was another thing so i I was so happy that i was able to break through that because if something would go wrong with a boyfriend I want to kill myself. It was like, I always wanted to do that. It was crazy. It was like this vicious cycle that I was going through in my head. And I just, if it didn't go right, if it didn't go the way I wanted it to go, and that goes back to the control thing, I want to tend my life. It was awful. It was so t- detrimental for me to have to go through that for so many years, so many years. And I just remembered the last one of my during after my marriage, I had a boyfriend and he was so loving to me, so loving, invited me into his home, gave me the keys to his house. It was wonderful. And next thing you know, I wasn't healed. Like I was good for a while, but what happened? The veil fell off. And what happened, my insecurities came, came about. I started going through his computer. It was crazy, awful. I would never do that now to anyone. Like I can, you know, I, I see that version of myself and I'm like, oh my goodness, like how? And that's, I can speak about it very openly because I know it's very common for women to do this. And it's not, and I know, They don't think that they're meaning harm, but they're just looking, they're looking. If you're feeling like that, what is going on within you? And then when he broke up with me, rightfully so, I mean, I was so devastated. I said, okay, there's something going on. The problem isn't all these guys. The problem is me. There's something happening and I need to fix this. And that's when my whole, when I was able to admit that. That's when my whole spiritual awakening happened. So it was that guy that broke up with me. I don't know how many years ago, six years ago, he was a catalyst to everything. Because like I said, I was married, I got a divorce, but then I got with this guy. I was with him for three years and he was, he showed me what, what it was to be loved. But since I didn't love myself, I couldn't accept it. I couldn't accept all the love that he was giving me. I mean, he gave me the keys to his house and all this stuff. And here I am snooping through his computer, deleting pictures of his past. That is awful. That's a big no, no. You don't, you can't go into someone's big face sign. And, and try to erase their life before you like that. It, mm. it is a form of, I would say like almost like insanity. And I'm so happy that, you know, I was able to, to identify that about myself without getting on pharmaceuticals. Cause that's not the answer either. Everyone's like, well, get, you know, if you're depressed, get on antidepressants. what's that going to do? That's just putting a bandaid over, over the boo-boo. You really got to go deep and pull out all the shit, excuse me, that's inside there. And once you can pull that out, man, you are free. And you can talk about all this stuff without any shame or any guilt. You're just like, I'm just talking right now. Just, I'm hoping that, and I believe that I'm going to relating to many people out there that have been through what I went through. Oh yeah. To let you know, Hey, we can get through this. We really can without pharmaceuticals. We, there are many people, people like, you know, me and Jen, you know, that are doing the work that we're doing to help, you know, men and women come out of these, um, these comas. (laughs) I got them.
0: Yes, it is. It is a coma. And truly to be able to free ourselves and to do the work that we're doing in the world. I do believe that we have, we have to go into that. I guess, dark night of the soul, or it it stems from that dark night of the soul. I have not met one person that is in this self evolution community or that, you know, claims to do the healing work or calls themselves a coach who has not experienced the darkest, the darkest, 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 and the biggest traumas right? Because we have to feel and understand that pain to some extent to be able to free ourselves. It's the contrast. So I think that you're speaking to the collective. Absolutely. And I think it's completely relatable. Even hearing it for me, I'm like, yeah, I've I've definitely snooped in the past. Like I can, I can own that. I can own that. Yes, I have. And it doesn't feel good. And it, you know, (laughs) this whole other entanglement, and then it creates shame and guilt. And why did I do this? And why don't I trust him? And then Heaven forbid you find something, you're whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. And it's just like a whole rabbit hole, right? So we do, we have to learn why, where is this coming from in ourselves? What do we need to fill in ourselves to not have that temptation, you know, and not see, see everybody as like you against them, as if they're trying to hurt you or trying to hide things, right? Being able to be trusting with the world, right? How we're trusting with others is how we trust in source. So it's all just a reflection. So that's really powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I have another question I'm going to segue mm-hmm. into. Do you have a morning routine or some some sort of morning routine? Please share. Yeah, sure.
1: So I've shifted my whole work. I work in the late, late afternoons or late mornings, late mornings. I wake up nice and early. I, I, I do my best to wake up with the sun, with the sunrise, So that I can get the rays of the sun, I sit out. I'll sit out on my balcony. Um, But before I do that, before I do that, when as soon as I wake up, that my eyes open up, the very first thing that I say is, "Creator, thank you for my breath." Always, as soon as I take that first breath, and I didn't make that up. I know I read that somewhere. I read that somewhere years ago. I don't know from where, but that's really worked for me. So I always say, "Thank you for my breath," and then I just. Take a few deep breaths, and I just go straight into gratitude. Right? I just start thanking God for everything that is in my life right now, for my safety, for my children, and then I start. And I and I learned this. I can't remember from where. Then I just start going down through like my whole body parts. Like, thank you for the hair on my head. Thank you for my vision. Thank, and I just start going all the way down. Thank you for, you know, my mouth, for my ability to be able to swallow. You know, yeah. and just and I just work it all the way down. So I, i I'm, I'm, I'm. So it's great because just so you know, when we wake up, we are already in a theta brain state. So it's wonderful. It's such a wonderful practice to just go straight into gratitude, very first thing in the morning. Yes. Especially when you're laying in bed. When you're laying in bed, you just, I just start doing that. So I take a few minutes, you know, and I do that, and then that's when I'll get up. I'll go outside and I'll sit with the sun and I just sit there and I just receive. I'm just receiving the light codes from the sun and I'm just breathing. I'm like, God, thank you. And then I start visualizing how I want my day to look like. I really do every day. And, one of the, and, and in front of my bed, as soon as I wake up, I have a, um, a what do you call it? Uh, a clipboard you know, when, and, and has a lot of positive affirmations. Like one of the things that I'm looking at it right now. One of the things that it says is each day I write the story of my life and, um, and that's what I do. I just start visualizing how I want it to go for myself. So, yeah, and I, all the time before I even touch my phone. And this is big, like a lot of coaches talk, they, they tap in on this a lot. They're like, do not open up your phone while you're in bed. Don't check your Facebook or your Instagram. Let all that go. Just take that time for yourself. So I, you know, like, again, I go into my affirmations. I go into my breathing and into my vision. That's my morning. And That's awesome. the biggest thing is I always start my body with fruit. Always bring in fruit into your body, oh, you need something that. alive. Well, because, and I'm really big into, into, that's like another thing that I'm talking about is, is bringing fruit into the body. I'm high fruitarian is a lifestyle that I live where I do my best to consume. I do my best to consume 80% fruit and anything else that I want. Wow. I do. Well, Incredible. yeah, it's amazing because number one, it hydrates. I'm 41. I'll be 42 in March. Um, it hydrates your skin and your skin always looks, your, your skin just doesn't look all sucked in. And when we like dry, when we meats and a lot of dry, like just starches and caffeine, all that stuff, it, it, it does shrivel up the skin, you know? So I like to start off my day with, uh, something that's high and vibrating versus going getting, you know, bringing something aesthetic into my body, such as coffee, which is something I used to do. And I drink coffee once in a while now, just for, 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 you know, for, you know, to have a conversation, to meet up with someone. I I honestly can't even drink it anymore, but I'm not against it because, you know, coffee does have benefits, but you know, it's, it's not, I don't wake up and I'm like, I need my coffee. And that is a sign of, um, weak adrenals by the way, oh, knowing that. Yeah. So when we get off the stimulants, uh, we start healing our adrenals and our adrenal glands. is what gives us our energy. So many people are low energy because of the weak adrenals and, um, and that's it. So that's my morning routine. So, and today was a big, uh, I had a big bowl of blueberries and something that's easy Ooh. for me to pop in my mouth. I always keep those little mandarin oranges on hand.
0: I love them. The cuties. Is that what they're called?
1: Yeah, oh, yes. those are my favorite.
0: Yeah. I got to go pick some up.
1: You First will always find show you this.
0: Can you see it? I think it's flipped. Yes, it says gratitude. gratitude. Is the
1: gateway. Yes. <laughs> I have it on my, it.
0: my wall in front of my desk. Gratitude is the gateway. Michelle, can I just tell you, I'm not kidding. I think that I tapped into your, your field this morning because I also like in the morning, I also do gratitudes. And this morning, I've never done it this way before. I usually write in a notebook, like 10 things that mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. And a lot of it's externally focused. Some of it's just like my, my internal state. Today, I was doing the same thing that you said you do, like going from like the head down. I was like, thank you for my hands and my fingers, like my body parts. I've never done it like that before though. <laughs> and then you just said it. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Wavelengths intersecting. Like I get this. I get it. So awesome. So cool. (laughs) I love it it so much. My God. Okay. So you have some awesome offerings coming up, right? You're telling me that you have uh, some new programs, mind, body, and soul. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. Thank you. So yeah, it's, it's this fun program that, that I'm doing where I am, Helping, I'm not a weight loss coach, right? But I mean, I do know how to help people do that, but it's not my special. It's not what I, it's not my passion per se. I like doing, you know, I love helping people tap into their heart. But now if I can help you train your mind, body, and soul, that is my field. And that's what I love doing. So what I'm doing is, having people come out and work with me outdoors and I'm working them out on in the grass, out in nature. So we're not running on yeah. pavement because pavement is very hard for, for our bones, you know, to run on concrete. So I don't do that, but while we're out there, we're, we're, we're getting, we're, we're getting nourished from the sun. We are getting clean oxygen, right? And we are grounding We're outdoors and we're grounding. And a lot of people don't do that. They like to work in a gym, you know? So this is what I love about this. And before we do that, before I work you out, we'll do, um, we do theta healing. We do some theta healing. What's, you know, what's coming up for you this week? Uh, Is there anything you want to work on? And it's great. Usually we tap into some stuff. The tears become, get released and now they're ready. So now that that's been out, Now let's go and let's, you know, let's, let's boost up your dopamine, you know, and let's go run and let's, 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 or jog, let's do some fun caldesthetics and some good stretching. So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a program that I've been offering mind, body, and soul. It's about like an hour and a half. So after that, after the workout, then we'll, uh. We go back down into, uh, you know, meditation and, and in deep gratitude for showing up and doing the work for yourself. So now when they walk out, instead of saying, oh, that that session beat me up. No, now you're pumped for the day. You feel like you could just take anything on. And that's my intention for creating this program.
0: Amazing. So is this space in Miami or can you also do it virtually? So the Theta Healing I do virtually and it's 60 minutes. And I can I do that worldwide.
1: And the mind, body and soul program, you have to be here and uh, a resident here in, we're um, not a resident, but you have to be here in South Florida for at least yeah. a month. It's a, it's a five week training program. And usually clients after they have that, they usually sign back on again because it's just so beneficial.
0: So awesome. When I come down to visit, I want to try
1: try it out. Let's do some
0: sessions. Yeah. I would be so happy
1: to get this to you and take you out, have fun with you for a full hour and a half. It would be great. I I, I would be honored to to do this. Thank you so much. So much fun with you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We got to do it. (laughs) Yes. You come, let yes. me know ahead of time so I can just schedule you in yeah. and
0: we'll do it. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, yes. Okay, Yay. thank you so much. That's incredible. Um, and I do plan on, on coming down there because I'm gonna go through to, I'm, I'm planning a Peru trip, as I've mentioned to you, in the foreseeable future. And I will be flying through and coming back through that way. So Excellent. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and is there anything else you want to add or any, any takeaways you want to give to the audience before we say our final
1: farewell? Sure, well, I thought maybe it'd be kind of cool if uh, I just uh, would uh, bring us all into a Theta and maybe do a, a download on what it feels like to have unconditional
0: love through ourselves. So would you like that? Yes, oh, so much. Yes, I'm ready.
1: Great, Great. so... <sighs> All we have to do is just take a nice deep breath in through our nose. And out through your mouth. You wanna make sure that your spine is nice and straight. You can be laying down or just have your feet planted on the ground wherever you're at. Take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And now what I'd like for you to do is visualize a violet flame activating in front of your chest and just pretend to see this violet flame. And all you have to do is continue to take those breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth and just listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth as I guide you through this gentle, fun and easy process. Now with this flame, I'd like for you to just, with your hands, bring this flame into your chest and bring it inside your heart space. Now gently move this flame down your torso, down through your hips, down through your thighs, all the way down to the bottom of your feet. And now I'd like for you to take this energy and bring it all the way down into the center of the earth's crust. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now just visualize a beautiful white, benevolent ball of light in the center of the earth's crust. Now I want you to receive, receive this energy coming up through you, coming up all the way up from the ground as it now reaches the bottoms of your feet And now going up through your body, passing your hips up through your torso, around your heart, up through your shoulders, to your neck, down through your spine. And then just gently bring this energy up through your spine and as it's going up through your spine, sometimes you can see different colors, colors of the rainbow. And as it's going up, now as we're on top of your spine, we're going in through your brainstem and then bring this energy through your skull. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And now bring this energy of light out through the top of your crown. And now, would you like to go to the seventh plane of creation? Yes. Excellent. Now, we're going to rise through our consciousness, up through the sky. And wherever you're at, you can even look down and probably see if you're in a home, you can see the roof of your home, if you're outdoors, you can see whatever is out there whether it's snow or grass now we're going to go higher and higher as we leave our atmosphere and as now we go into space and we pass the stars and as, as we're leaving the universe we're going to go through some white lights and now we're going to go faster going through some darker lights And it's okay with these darker lights. They're just another shade of the next light that we're gonna go into, which is another white light and another dark light. And I want for you to look for this beautiful golden ball of light. Do you see this ball of light? It's a golden ball of light, excellent. Now we're gonna go through this ball of light, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now you're going to find yourself in this pink jelly-like substance. And it's really glittery and tingly. This is the law of compassion. And if you look through your mind's eye in the corner, and your mind's eye is like right in between your brows. If you look through the corner, you're going to see this blue light. We're going to pass that blue light. And if you look up through your mind's eye, you're going to see a white rectangular door. Do you see this door? Yes. Excellent. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now you're going to go inside this white illuminating door. And as you're inside this door, you could just let go. Just let go and become one with this light. And know that you are in the essence of the creator of all that is. And just feel into this. You may receive a message So would you, Jen, and for all the other loving divine souls that are going to be tapping into this energy, would you like the creator's perspective of what it feels like to have unconditional love through each and every one of yourselves? And if you would like this download, excellent. Just say yes. Would you like the creator's perspective of what it feels like to be worthy of yourself? Yes. To know that when you are tapped into this energy, you are are complete and whole and perfect. Yes. That you are capable of love and that love is capable of loving you because you are love. Yes. Would you like to know the difference between your own thoughts and the creator's thoughts? Yes. Would you like to know the difference between hearing your own thoughts and the collective thoughts? Yes. Would you like the creator to teach you what it feels like to always make the highest and best decisions for yourself? Yes. Thank you. It is done, it is done, it is done. Now you can open your eyes when you're ready.
0: Oh my gosh. <sighs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> that really yeah. powerful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel tingly in yeah. the third eye. Yeah,
1: me too. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, thank you so much for that. I cannot thank you enough. Seriously, that was like, and you said such a key word for me. I don't know if it's a code or what, but. Illuminating that word has been coming to me so much. And you said it as we entered into the door, and I was just like, oh. I'm like super hot. Is that normal?
1: Like yeah, rushing
0: yeah. energy. Yeah, you have
1: all this energy flowing Sweating. through you. I'm feeling it too. It's let me tell you, the same, the same energy that you've received. I'm receiving it too. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I needed this yeah. too.
0: <laughs> yes. That's why we're wearing the tank tops. <laughs> too hot oh it's so awesome thank you so much what a gift what a beautiful gift to give amazing Michelle I cannot I cannot thank you enough seriously for joining me this has been no doubt one of the most transformative conversations and just the the ease and the flow and the fun and all of it was like wow seriously I feel like this is such a big gift for anyone listening and I, I really do think that this is like a transmission i mean all of the episodes are a transmission are a transmission but i'm really really feeling i'm really plugged into this right now so thank you again oh you're welcome it's my pleasure mm-hmm. and
1: and if anyone's curious you want to know what my website is yes. sure it's um it's qmanifest.com so just the letter q manifest.com
0: perfect and i'll leave everything in the show notes so my loves you will have links for <laughs> michelle you'll be able to get in touch with her reach out to her please and share this episode with your friends and anyone who needs a transmission of love because that is what is it's going to take spread the word spread the love we're all here walking hand in hand evolving so please 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 Share this and spread this. Thank you, Michelle.
1: Thank you. Love and gratitude to you. Thank you. And love you, Jen. You are
0: all love you. You are so supported. You are so loved. You are already whole and you are divine. Talk to you soon.